Most people don't know who they are and what they really want. And this is because most people believe they have to look after their own needs. And the only way that most people know is to go and get a job. Now a job is where an employer just pays you for something that you've learned for a skill. But when you are deployed, you take the gift that you have been born with and you deploy that, you bring it out to the rest of the world. And if you follow God's direction and God's plan and his mandate that he has put in place right at the beginning of creation, then you will become the envy of the nations and people will begin to look up at you and ask you what you have so that they can have the same. So this is very important for you and I. So please stay tuned until after the intro so that we can follow through and see how this applies to you and how you can be lifted out to the place and the position where you are today. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello, this is Yanni from the Rise and Shine show. Welcome to today's episode. And I'm really excited about today's episode because it's, it's really close to my heart and you'll understand in a while why I'm saying that. Now the topic of today's message is to be employed or to be deployed. Now why this is so important is because when you are deployed, and you'll understand what we're talking about in a short while, when you are deployed, you are calling the shots. You are the one who's calling the shots. But on the other hand, when you are employed, when you are um, working for someone where you have a job, you just have to obey the shots that are being called. And in this, most people don't really know who they are and what they want because they do not understand what they have been born for. They don't understand that they've got a gift on the inside of them and that they have to discover this gift. And when they discover this gift and they start digging into themselves and bring this uh, gift out to the outside world, that is really when they start to excel. And as we go along, you will understand more what I mean and I will explain to a, a greater length and to a deeper understanding so that you can understand and know how to apply this in your own life as well. And just here a word of caution. You can't just take these things that I'm sharing you, with you here and just take it and just apply it to your life. You really have to go and sit and dig deep into these topics or into the subject matter that I'm giving here to you because you have to make it your own. And it's only when you make it your own and you understand really the principles that God has put in place for you and I to excel then and then only when you get that revelation, then your life will be uh, transformed and you will begin to see how to put it in place, how to apply it in your life. But the principles that I'm setting out and that I'm laying out to you here and that I'm explaining to you will give you an idea of what is at stake. You will understand some of the laws that God has put in place so that you and I can do what he created us to do. Now, like I said, this topic is really close to my heart because this is so 
important for me to help you to move from a place of employment to a place of deployment. And purely because God has opened that up to me and I understand what it means to a greater extent now than I did a few years ago, where God really wants us to, to be and where he wants us to go. And you will quickly understand also where the Lord is taking us through this. Now, the first thing that I'm going to mention to you here, I mentioned it in the previous episode as well. And this is a proverb that says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. I'm going to stop there because the second part of that uh, proverb basically says, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. But I'm not going to focus on that today. We will get to that at the latest stage. Now, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Now, just stop and think about that for a moment. For you to leave enough inheritance for your children's children, you need to have a lot of money. And if you and I look around us, there are not many people who are able to do that. And especially in today, and especially in Christian circles, people think, oh, that's, it's Old Testament. It's a proverb. But that is still a principle and a law that God has put in place so that you and I can not only look after ourselves, our children, but also to our children's children. And there's a specific reason why God does that. It's not just so that you and I can live in luxury. And and that's not really why God is doing this. But you will see as we go along where we're going to. And this really spells our generational wealth. Now, I don't know whether you've heard about this, but um, when I first met my wife, Judy, she talked about old money because she had a lot of friends in in the Jewish community and many people in the Jewish community know this principle. They know what generational wealth is all about and they talk about it as old money. And what they do, they train their children to do the same. So they train their children to take what they have and what they give them and multiply that. And you will see soon how this ties in with what God originally uh, mandated when he made you and I. Now, why is this so important? When we look at, at Abram's son, Isaac, he became so wealthy. You can go and read this for yourself in Genesis 26. He became so wealthy that he actually became a threat to the world system around him. The Philistines among whom he was living at that time say, no, you really um, expanded so fast and so big. You became so wealthy that we fear you. And they actually chased him away. They said, please just go away. But after he went away, they, they kicked him out. They basically banned him. After that happened, they realized that's where he was among them, there was protection and there were other things that all of a sudden was gone. It was not there anymore. And they actually went to Isaac and they said, listen, now we see that God is with you and we want to be friends with you. And they actually made an agreement with Isaac and they said, if let us be friends. So 
if someone attacks us, you must please come and help us. And if someone attacks you, we will come and help you. In other words, Isaac was very powerful, but Isaac didn't abuse it. And this is the point what we have to understand. And as we go along, we will see when we do what God wants us to do and we use the wealth to apply back into the kingdom and do his bidding and do what he wants us to do, then it will never be a threat. Because God just says, he says, even in in Deuteronomy 28, he says, you will remember the Lord your God. In other words, do not forget the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. So to get wealth is from God. He gives you and I the power to get wealth. Why? So that he can uh, fulfill his covenant that he agreed with with our fathers at that time. And in today's time, it's really to establish the kingdom here on the earth. That's what God wants to do. And that's why he wants us to get to a place of wealth, because wealth brings power and it brings authority and it brings influence. And you and I have have to have influence in the world. It's important for us to have that because if we don't have influence, we don't really have a say. People don't want to listen to us. You will know that from experience as well. So one of the things that God did right from the beginning, even there in the Old Testament, he, he told the people what he wanted them to do. God is always very specific. Now, just before we get really to to, um, creation, I just want to share this with you because this is important that we understand this because wherever God did something, he also gave the instruction exactly how to do it. But it's sometimes not so obvious. We have to go and dig for it. And like someone said, everything that God has is hidden, but it's not hidden from you and I. It's hidden for us. That's why we have to go and dig, and that's why we have to go and uh, really find out from God why did he do these things? How did he do that? And then the most important question is, from our side, Lord, what do you want me to do about it now? And you and I are in in a time in history It's unprecedented. You and I have never, ever seen anything like this before. History repeats itself. We had similar situations in history, in biblical history, in world history. But we've never been at a time where we are now, where where there's so many people on the face of the earth. And there are forces that are basically looking to destroy us, to destroy uh, humans, to destroy mankind. And God will not allow it. But you and I have a part to play in this. So on this exciting note, let's then go to to Genesis. And I am going to take you, first of all, to Genesis 2. Now, there's a reason why I'm taking you there first. Because it says in Genesis 2 verse 5, In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens... No shrub of the field was yet on the earth, and no plant of the field had yet sprouted. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and in the previous um, 
podcast episode, I also emphasized this. And there was no man to cultivate the ground. And this is a very, very important aspect that you and I have to understand because God specifically made everything for you and me. He made it for man so that you and I can look after, over it, so that we can till it. And what this really means is that you and I have to manage God's resources or that we have to be in charge of it. So it's not our own resources. God made it, but he made it so that you and I can enjoy it. But more importantly, that you and I have to manage here on the earth what God has given us. And this is, this is vital for you and I to understand this principle because you and I should be managers of God's resources here on earth. Although he gives us what we need, it's his resources and he wants us to manage it basically for him on his behalf. And God's system to become wealthy is where he established his kingdom here in the earth through you. That is really how God put everything together. Like I gave you there, God gives us the power to get wealth so that he can establish his covenant in today's terms. It's so that he can establish his kingdom here on the earth. But the important emphasis also is through you, through me, because God cannot. He put things in place, checks and balances in place so that he cannot do it on his own. He needs a body. He needs you. He needs me. And he wants to do it through you and me. And to me, that's very exciting because that just shows God's heart. He wants to give you. He wants to give me. But he also needs you and I so that we can uh, um, work with him and establish everything that he, that he wants. Now, you may ask now at this point, but Yanni, how does the, all this work? Now let's go then to Genesis 1 and look at the mandate that God actually gave man right at the time where he made us. In verse 28 of Genesis 1, it says, God blessed them, man, and said to them. Now there are a few things here and I'm going to explain them to you in much more detail. It says, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it, have dominion over every living thing that moves on the earth. So there are basically four things here. Now, the first thing that God says is be fruitful. Now, to be fruitful to be, to means to be productive, but it doesn't mean just to produce children. That word fruitful there actually means to be productive. It doesn't have anything to do with reproducing children. That's not what it says. So when you and I understand this, then you will understand deeper what God has been doing because he's talking about the whole creation where you and I have to have dominion over it and we have to rule over it. And the interesting thing is here that every successful company in the world follows God's principles. Whether they want to accept God, whether they acknowledge him in any way, they Many of them don't even know that, but they apply and they employ God's principles to get their company successful. And that's where many of these, these massive companies, these corporations that are 
uh, spread all across the world today. That's where it comes from. So they're actually using God's principles. And you and I, who are children of God, many times do not understand these principles and we do not know how to apply it. We don't even know that God even put these things in place. And he puts it in place so that you and I can do what we need to do. And you know what's what's interesting to me, what someone said to me many years ago, he said, someone said to him that all the fancy cars and all the fancy aircraft and all these things, God gave those ideas to people so that his own people can use it to establish his kingdom here on the earth. And today, it's, everything is turned around. We don't see that anymore. So it's only the, I almost want to say not in all cases, but in many cases, it's only the, the unrighteous people. I'm going to call it the wicked people who's driving the, the best cars, the nicest cars, the uh, most expensive cars in the world. They're flying the nicest planes. And I mean, it's not supposed to be like that. Those things, God gave those ideas so that we can use it to his benefit. And so it's not a thing of, you know, say, for example, um, someone is flying around to, to uh, spread the gospel, to take out the good news. It does not matter how he gets there. It's just much more efficient if someone has his own aircraft. And please don't, don't gun me on this. Don't just stop listening to me because this is a very important point. You need to understand this. So if you're critical about this, I don't really care about that because you have to understand God's principle and God's heart. He wants his word spread all across the world. And that's why he wants us to use technology. So we can use technology like you listening to me here on this podcast. I don't know what device you're using to listen to me, but that's technology. And this technology has really been developed with the ideas that God gave those people because God made us. He made us with very sharp brains. And so it's not meant and it's not never been intended to give these ideas to man so that these things can dominate us. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what I'm just saying, just to get back to the aircraft, the aircraft is just a tool. It's just a tool how to get from point A to point B. And if someone who's traveling around a lot then it's much easier, much more efficient. Just like the business people, they will tell you, you know, when they, when they fly some of these uh, big business aircraft, they say you have to spend less time in the air, there are no airport waiting and all that kind of stuff. So the same thing that applies to them. Why doesn't it apply to us? Why do we only allow them to have it? But when God says, but I want to give it to you, we don't want that. I'm going a little bit off track, but I believe... Um, you needed to hear this today. So, so let's move on. So like I said, every successful company in the world follows God's principles of success. Now, the me- here's the method. Now, number one, be fruitful. And what that means is to produce a product. Number two is to multiply. And that means to reproduce the same product many times over. Number three means to replenish. What does replenish mean? It means to distribute the product all across the world. And number four is to subdue. And subdue means to dominate and to control 
the market and this may sound negative but it is not and you will see as we as we go along now let me just explain this a little bit better by giving you sort of like an example here you produce something the world needs or what the world wants and i'm just going to use here colonel sanders um, kentucky fried chicken there are many more examples there's mcdonald's with their big mac with their hamburger there's um, steve jobs who uh, created the, the apple camp computer and how they distributed that all across the world so those are some of the the examples there are many more examples but i'm just going to take this and the reason why I'm using Colonel Sanders, he was also a Christian and, and God gave him this recipe. And lots of the money that he made, he, he just plowed it back and he gave it back into the kingdom. So he used that money for a very good cause as well. Now, the question is, what do you have to offer the world? Now, you will understand when I ask you this question, what have you been born for? And if you followed me now for a while you will understand I've been really focusing on and I think I almost want to say drilling down over the last little while on this specific topic what do you have to offer the world why have you been born what is the purpose that God gave birth to you and that's very important for you to know because I also have to ask you, where is your product? For example, that what you have, if you have a product, where is that in relation to Kentucky Fried Chicken? Kentucky Fried Chicken is all across the world. Where is your product that you devised? Do people know about it? Do people talk about it? And it's important that you and I know these things and that we are aware of these things. So if it's not out there, we can get it out there. We need God's wisdom how to get it out there. And he's, it's open. It's for us to help us to take it out there. Now, if you do not have that or you do not really understand what your, what your gift is, you, you really have to look into yourself and see how God or what God placed on the inside of you. Why God created you. And then you have to ask God to help you find the idea on inside of you that you will be able to change the world because in each one of us God put something inside of us so that we can change the world and I'm just gonna share something with you that that happened to me a few years ago it was just at the time where big corporations started laying off people left right and center and what in many cases at that time also happened people would just um, before retirement they just had either a few months or a, a few years before retirement and what these some of these companies did they started terminating these people just before retirement now what does this mean it meant that these people they didn't get full medical benefits after they retired because at that time companies gave that to their employees and also some of their um, pensions were also impacted and this really aggravated me. I was not impacted uh, by it myself, but I was, I was really, I was mad about it. And I, I was sitting and I was thinking, these big corporations, they think they can do whatever they want and they just destroy people's lives in many cases, financially, uh, with, specifically with that. And you know what? Then I just 
as I was thinking and, and pondering on that, I just got the thought that, uh, at that time. And I heard the Lord saying, and he said, you know, this, you look at it in a negative way, but look at it from a different direction. Because with the Industrial Revolution, that's when the, the not the private, the, the government schools in, in the United States, for example, were formed. And the people who were responsible for establishing the public schools in the United States, they were the owners of these large corporations, these factories. And what they did, they set out and they said, we will establish this public school system because we need workers. And they specifically said, we do not want people to, who can think, who can think for themselves. Because if you and I can think for ourselves and we can look at the circumstances really in an objective way, then we will realize, but something is wrong. Something is almost rigged to keep us down so that we cannot move forward. And that's really what, what uh, basically what a job is, because people just pay you for what you, your skill level is, and they pay you and they hire you and they fire you just to say want. So that is just to give you a little bit of background on that. But then the Lord said to me, he wants us to get before that time in a way where in a, in, a, in a town or in a community, you had the butcher, you had the baker, you had the, the cobbler, the people who worked on shoes, and everyone had his own profession. Maybe not to that extent, you know, it was fairly primitive at that stage, and we don't have to have that at that level today. And I also believe that things are sometimes set up in the wrong way because then people struggle and we don't have to struggle. But the, the point is that we go back to where every single person had his own gift that came out, that he could put that out to the world and that that benefited the people and it also benefited himself and his family and he had more than enough so that he can take the, the surplus and he can build the kingdom of God through that. That's what God said to me several years ago. And I believe in today's time, especially where we are now, and I haven't really spoken out much about that, but in today's time where people's businesses have been destroyed and so many uh, financial catastrophes are actually happening all around us today. And governments are trying to get people into a, a socialist system where they pay the people. And I mean, I'm not going to go into details where we might end up into. That's not the point of this, of this message. But just so that you can understand that we have to get to a place where you rise up. You dig deep into your into your inner self and you ask God to help you to understand and show you what he placed inside of you. What is your gift? And when you understand that and when you have delved in there and you can come out with that, then you will also be able to make an influence uh, or be an influence in the world around you. So at this point, it's important for you to understand that you have a product on the inside of you. But number one, you have to find it. When you found it, you have to produce it. And when you produced it, you have to multiply it. 
but it doesn't stop there. It cannot stop there. Because just think for yourself, you cannot become wealthy with just inventory, with just a whole bunch of products sitting in a warehouse. You have to distribute those products. So those products have to be sold, they have to be distributed so that the people can use it, so that people can benefit from it, and so that the people can buy it from you. And this is why you have to develop a distribution system and get your product out to the market. You understand this principle? It's very simple. Uh, It's not any rocket science. And this is what God also says through this. He says, I want you to subdue the market. Remember in Genesis 1, he says, I want you to dominate the market, to subdue the market. And when we think of domination or subduing, we may think about it negative, but it's not so. When you have the influence uh, in a specific area, then you can call the shots. Then you can say, but this is what God says. This is how we're going to implement this. We're not going to allow any nonsense. We're not going to allow any immoral things. And that's exactly why God wants to give you this opportunity to take what he's given you and to bring it out and to let it go out in the world. And I find it extremely exciting. So I hope that you're with me on that as well. Now, the question, why is this so important to you and I? Now, when you have your own business, now just look at this, then you can charge fees. Now, I'm going to compare this with a job. So there's a whole comparison that I'm going to help you see here. So when you have your own business, you can charge fees. When you have a job, you just get a salary. But you can transition from a salary to fees, in other words, to a business, if you are a salaried person, if you just have a job at this time. Don't feel inferior, don't feel bad about it, but I'm just giving you here an idea how you can transition. And you can transition. If you really make an effort and you are really serious about this, and I I really trust that you are, because this is a very important message, and this may be the most important message that you've ever heard in your life. And I really trust that you will take action on this because it's important. It's very important for you, but it's also important for the rest of the community. It's the rest of the world for the rest of the body of Christ. It's, it's really important. And let's now look at basically the sort of a comparison. I've got a few points that I've um, uh, given you here. Now, when look at your work, that's when you are deployed. In other words, your work is what you've been born for. That's your gift. So if I talk about work from here on, just see it as what you have on the inside of you. And that is when you are deployed. That's when you discover that gift and you start putting it out. God is deploying this through your life. And you stepped into your real work. So your, your gift is really your work. And your job is just what they pay you. That's, that's a job. They just pay you for something. But when you take your gift, you deploy that, then you step into your real work. Your work is what you were born to do. Your job is a skill. 
It's something that you had to learn. Your work is your gift. Your job you can retire from, but your work you can never retire from. And remember your work is your gift. Now your job is temporary. They can fire you, they can let you go at any time to at a moment's notice many times. But your work is permanent. And your job is what you learned. It's something that you had to learn. But your work is what you were born with. Your job gives you a salary. Your work gives you wealth. The work has the ability to bring you wealth. Your job, you can get fired. And your work, you can never get fired. Isn't that exciting when we just look at the comparison? You know, so you really can call the shots. Just as God directs you and has he lays on your, on your heart, that, that, that only can you then do. And this is because your work goes with you. It never stops. It's not uh, just in a specific location or a specific environment. It goes with you wherever you are because it's your gift. And because it's your gift, it makes room for you and it makes room for you in the world. Remember we said a little bit earlier, when you have this influence and when you have this authority in your life, people start looking at you, just like with Isaac that we looked at in the beginning. And people start looking at you and they think, wow, but this person has something. And then they come to you, not only for your product, but then they come to you for the wisdom that you have so that you can direct in the way that it should be and that it should go. And I'm just thinking here of a young man that uh, at one stage that I sold something to. And this is what he said when I started talking to him because I, I always want to know where people are and what they think and so on. And this is, he was a very young man. He was in his early 20s. And this is what he said to me. He says, I don't ever want a job. And I said to him, why? He said, because then I only get paid 12 times a year. Now, this is if you only get paid once a month. So then, so he was thinking, but now I only get paid 12 times a year. And he said, I want a business so I can get paid multiple times a day. And you know, I was stunned by the wisdom of that young man. Maybe his motives were not, were not um, all together, um, you know, where it's supposed to be. But he understood that if he works for someone, they can do with him whatever they want. But he, he saw the opportunity. If he has his own business and he uses whatever he has, that he can prosper, that he can make a difference in his own life and also to the lives of people around him. So I really trust that you will understand what I shared with you here, why it is so important that you really dig into yourself, ask God's help to get the gift that he have, uh, gave you at birth so that you can bring that out, so that you can make a difference in the world and um, build God's kingdom here in the earth so that we can work together as a body, as a, a body of believers and do what God wants us to do. And here again, as, as I always ask you here toward the end, Please share this message. Share it with a family member or a friend because I believe this. Every single person has to hear what I shared today. 
and please share it as far and as wide as you can and uh, subscribe to the podcast as well and so that you can get notifications every time a new episode comes out which is um, at this time it's on a daily basis so please share this message and also if um, you feel stirred in your heart and you want to help me to get this message out you can go to my website and you can uh, donate there financially or just send me a message and just of encouragement just tell me you know you're listening to me or tell me what you want tell me if there's something specific that you want and this topic that we delved in today uh, I'm going to continue with this so there might come a few more episodes that we're specifically dealing on this where we can get to more detail and uh, possibly I can help you on your way to where God wants you to be so thank you so much for listening I appreciate you and I'm looking forward to chatting to you in the next episode and you have a wonderful day Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.